My name is Thomas Gibbonsneff. I'm a journalist at the New York Times. I served in the Marine Corps as an infantryman. When it comes to reporting on the front line, a lot of the same basics are at play. Uh, you're looking at the map of where you're going. If you're on a paved road, field roads, you know, is there a hospital nearby? Is your body armor affixed with a first aid kit? Does everyone know where that first aid kit is? We arrive into a, a military position. I get out of the car. I look at my watch. You know, I set a timer. No more than an hour. I'm listening for drones, jets, check in with the team. Is everyone comfortable? And if they are, then we proceed. Frontline reporting is dangerous, but I think nothing is more important than talking to the people involved, you know, hearing their stories and being able to connect that with people thousands of miles away. Anything that can make something like this more personal, I think is well worth the risk. New York Times subscribers make it possible for us to keep doing this vital coverage. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do that at nytimes.com slash subscribe. From the New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. Here's what you need to know today. Good afternoon, everyone. To me and to uh, Kamala, this is an exciting day. It's a great day for our campaign. And it's a great day for America, in my view. During their first joint appearance as a ticket on Wednesday, Joe Biden praised Kamala Harris for her record as the Attorney General of California and as a United States Senator, calling her an unapologetic advocate for justice. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. As I said, Joe, when you called me, I am incredibly honored by this responsibility, and I'm ready to get to work. I am ready to get to work. In her remarks, Harris immediately delivered a stinging indictment of President Trump as a self-absorbed leader who has repeatedly failed America, above all, during the pandemic. America is crying out for leadership. Yet we have a president who cares more about himself than the people who elected him. A president who is making every challenge we face even more difficult to solve. But here's the good news. We don't have to accept the failed government of Donald Trump and Mike Pence. In just 83 days, we have a chance to choose a better future. And I hope that the Russians have actually definitively proven that the vaccine is safe and effective. I seriously doubt that they've done that. The Trump administration's top advisor on the pandemic, Dr. Anthony Fauci, expressed deep doubts about Russia's rushed plan to distribute a vaccine for the coronavirus. The vaccine, called Sputnik V, was approved by Russia's government without evidence that the largest and most important phase of human testing had ever occurred. So if we wanted to take the chance of hurting a lot of people or giving them something that doesn't work, we could start doing this, you know, next week if we wanted to. But that's not the way it works. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and producing natural gas with fewer emissions in the Permian Basin. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.